right? We, we simply love to clap. Um, we're getting better at that. <laughs> we are. We're getting very better at it. Uh, so much better than the countdown we used to do. That was such a pain in the ass. Uh, um, sloppy. It was unprofessional. <laughs> sloppy. It was unprofessional. It was sloppy. It was... Lacking in class. Yeah. That honestly should have been its own era of the content cube. We should have yeah. separated that into its own For sure. season. For sure. We are firmly in the time.is era of content cube. <laughs> uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 52 of the content cube. This will be coming out very shortly after 51 because of uh, me not getting around to editing it for seven days um, i'm brian woods i'm jake Mosier. i'm zach Cohenstein. and uh today i believe this is jake's week it is my week um our two options was we all want to spend 30 dollars on that new disney I movie don't, i don't or do we want do we want to spend no money and talk about award shows and uh that is what we will be doing um the golden globes happened like a week ago and seemed like no one really gave a fuck that they were happening, which seems to just be a ongoing trend that people care less and less about award J- shows. But Jason I was- Sudeikis was the biggest thing to come out of that because he didn't care either. Like, <laughs> it was just him looking he- stoned as fuck in a hoodie, and that was the only thing I remember from it. There, For people who don't know, he, he won for Ted Lasso. Which now has a whole nother layer layer to it because his performance kind of revolves around the crux that he is this extremely happy, nice, lovable guy like he is in real life. But uh, he's uh, going through some rough times in his marriage and he's going through a divorce. And now in real life, he is losing his wife to a divorce as a nice, happy lovable guy so it's quite sad uh, yeah, I mean, Harry, he let his uh his wife went and made a movie with harry styles you know i know he was just just absolutely completely ang- imagine having a marriage on the rocks and then your wife goes to be <laughs> harry styles boss for a few months like that's rough that's yeah. just the nail in the coffin it's a bad look um so i i asked the award shows question because look every year award shows roll around everyone in every category is either upset with the nominations, bored by the actual show, how the fuck is this even nominated, Emily in Paris as an example for the Golden Globes. Um, and I just wanted to have a conversation about how you guys feel about award shows. So um, I guess to start it off, how much do either of you watch award shows, whether it's like the video game awards or Oscars or Golden Globes? Uh, almost zero. Uh, I, wa- the la- I watched the Oscars because we were all at Zach's place or something and then we were recording right after. Um, good time. Yeah, good time. Uh, but I mean, I, I don't really, I don't watch them of my own volition. I sometimes watch the game awards just out of like curiosity, but I don't really exactly. care about those. Um, I love, I love that things can, I mean, I like the only one that I actually like really watch and actually care about the winners of, you know, relatively is the Oscars. Um, I mean, it's, I'm I'm a fan of things being recognized and people being recognized for how good they were in something and you know that's that's all cool but um yeah overall like Grammys there have been I mean I saw the, I mean the egregious one I can think of off the top of my head is like Iggy Azalea winning over J Cole or at like Four Hills Drive but like Iggy's album won like best rap album or something it's like okay well that's you know fancy's a banger really Zach what are you talking about yeah I mean it is but. Also, come on, you know, so uh, it's I don't know. I don't really care about the Grammys, Golden Globes. I didn't even pay attention to. I don't really care about it. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know anything about the video game awards, whatever those would be. And then the Emmys, you know, I just don't watch enough TV, current TV to, you know, be up to date on who should win what in any given year for the Emmys. So, yeah. And then even with the Academy Awards, um, one second, if you guys say something, I can't hear you because I accidentally unplugged my headphones. But um, yeah, uh, if with the uh, Academy Awards, obviously there have been some some rough ones that like, oh, the snubs are bad or like something winning over something else that really just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, I, my, the big one for me was Rami Malek, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's frustrating, but you know, at the end of the day, it's not, it's obviously it's not the end all be all of why movies, movies exist. And I, that, that should like obviously apply to other award shows. Like you don't listen to music because you want it to win an award. You listen to music cause you like it or whatever. So at the end of the day, it doesn't affect me too much, but it's fun to watch um, for me and fun to keep track of and speculate on. So at least for this, at least for the sake of the discourse, you know, yeah, gotta be there for the discourse um, with the Oscars. So yeah, I enjoy them. Uh, not in love with them or the concept of them. Obviously they can all be improved in a number of ways. Yeah. So then I guess tying into that, of of the ones that you said, I watch not Grammys consistently, but I occasionally tune in. I watch the video game awards and the Oscars basically every year, probably for the least last four years. I think the uproar about Golden Globe noms and winners fucking kills me because it's decided by like 90 people. So I don't know why anyone actually cares. It's just a random group of 90 people and people get upset. I'm like, why why do we why do we put any volition on what these actually mean? Like they 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 are the most relevant award show that I can think of. Um, so then I guess my follow up question would be, do do you think, Zach, because you seem to care more, at least than Brian, does you think they're worth it? Do you think like the do the awards mean sign? Are people excited about them or? I mean, I, I how do I answer that? Um, I think the I mean, the awards, obviously. I don't think this is what you meant by the question, but we'll take it at surface level first. Obviously, the awards mean a lot to most of the people who get them. You know, uh, it's I'm cool. I mean, not even just like, you know, actors, directors, uh, you know, artists, big artists at Grammys. But like think of like, you know, like a costume designer who, you know, obviously isn't like a celebrity or anything but like works tirelessly on like, you know, the costumes for a movie or something. And then they win the Oscar and then they go up, you know, they get to be on stage in front of all these like A-list people or whatever. Um, and then also in front of the whole world, pretty much anyone who's watching the Oscars, at least I mean, and, you know, have that, that moment where they can be like, okay, I made it. Everyone back home can see I made it. Look at my hard work being rewarded and recognized. So in that, I like it a lot. Um, you know, but in, how do I do they mean anything to people not not really I mean it would frustrate me if I think a movie that should have been recognized didn't get rest recognized but you know it's not going to ruin my day or anything you know yeah. um because <clears throat> at the end of the day there are thousands and millions and of whatever of articles and conversations online where you know the you can really share what you think what you really like uh what you think of certain things uh, and it, whatever won an award that year is not, you know, the nail in the coffin for anything. I like, I don't, I don't really see what purpose it serves. Like if I wanted to like a convention for like blood sucking sickos, like I just go to CPAC. Like I don't really <laughs> see the point and like, you know, I just don't really get it that much. It's kind of so redundant then, at this point. The, I think like there's obviously two, two very different types of award shows and I don't know which 
which one is maybe the more either entertaining route for the actual viewing session or the one that maybe people would like in that. Zach, I don't know if you've ever watched the video game awards, but they don't give a fuck about the actual awards. It's like three and a half hours of just announcements and commercials for video games. And then oh. they're like, by the way, this one won this award. And then they move on. Do you think movies would be more beneficial to like adopt a thing where it's like, we're, we're hyping up trailers, we're hyping up new movie releases, or do you think the video game should actually give more time and credit to the people who are winning the awards? Um, well, here's the thing. If you did that with movies, I mean, there's already things like that with movies, though. You know, it's like Comic-Con and shit like that. Any, like, DC fandom, any fan fest of anything like that, you're going to get, like, the trailer hype and, like, the celebration and the memes and whatnot. Um, I mean, with... Oscars or I mean put it this way this not even just award shows what you're really doing why I think they mean something is more than an album that wouldn't win or a movie that wouldn't win or performance that wouldn't get recognized if you do receive an award like that's immediately ingrained in the history of that industry like you can like you know there it is infinitely more likely that I will have heard of a movie that won best picture in, in 1948 than a movie that might might be better than that movie, but did not win in 1948. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like, 50 years just, from now, people will look back and be like, Green Book, gotta watch it. Right, exactly. Um, you're right. Um, that made me feel stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, like I said, there are some some decisions that, you know, uh, I don't agree with, and throughout history, people don't agree with. There are some big snubs or whatever. I know you watch, like, the movie Crash or whatever, like from 2005. God, fucking which awful. Which is like a best picture winner. And I think I remember even thinking like, I think I think I remember reading that the director even was like, yeah, I don't know how this one won. Um, we should have watched that for this episode. That'd be a fun. Oh my God, Brian, have you heard of this that, movie? Is that the one where they get horny uh, at car crashes or something? It's the, it's the one where they throw about every like racial or political issue they could think in one movie, but they don't, they handle everything pretty damn poorly. But it's it's like hard, it's hard to watch, and its okay. cast is great though. I don't know. It's right. I'd watch it for a class, and it won Best Picture, and you're like, yeah, 2005, and it's fucking awful. It's a very um, bad movie. But to answer your video, like, should video games put more? I mean, I don't know. Far be it for me to say how the video game industry should handle anything. Um, but um, I don't know. I feel like if you worked extremely hard on something, you know, you and your team, I feel like, and it gets people want to recognize that. Uh, then I don't know. It'd be cool to actually, um, you know, get recognized like you know internationally with like being able to go up there and talk and give your speech. But at the same time, I get it's a marketable event that you have to sell advertisers for. So if people don't want to listen to these speeches by whoever won whatever award, then I guess it's not going to sell and people aren't going to watch it. So I don't know. It's a tricky question. There's always the how things should be, and then just the reality we're in. For more so the Oscars because video game the video game award show does have a component where the audience gets to vote and they announce like what won the like critics choice and what won the audience choice do you think movies should adopt a similar thing whether it's the audiences voting on a bunch of movies and that gets the nominations and then like there's a critics group that chooses the winner or should it be all audience based audience based yeah I don't know I mean connected to like uh baseball for a second so also or any sport pretty much uh all-star games you know a lot of them voted on by fans 
Um, and, you know, you'll have some guys there that clearly aren't the best at their position, but they have the fan base that voted the most, you know, like they were the most like they had the best ad campaign, marketing campaign to vote their players in. Whatever. Like if, it, if it's audience based, like we're looking at Black Widow Best Picture 2022. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, if, you know, believe it or not, Brian, I would not want that. Oh, uh, I, know, I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. I, I'm not sitting here I'm not thinking saying you are. I was not. I wasn't thinking that Marvel's Avengers Endgame should win Best Picture. Um, I never thought that. But I mean, so then over, I, obviously over Green Book. But yeah, no, I, guess, over, I guess my question is then like, I, I agree that I don't think having audience vote would fix it. But then how do you fix the current problem where you get like the the awardsy movies are getting the noms and then all the people are going to group together and choose the fucking uh, the most like white pleasing movie of that group. Well, I don't I mean, think I you guess do the, fix it. Uh, I mean, the only way to fix it, I think, is to, you know, that group, that the, the Academy or whatever, um, and whoever, whatever the, you know, Hollywood Foreign Press or whoever votes on the Grammys and video game, every award show just has to become more, that group has to let itself more open to be uh, more inclusive and diverse and actually represent, uh, you know, all the different demographics that, you know, those industries, you know, produce content with, you know, I mean, yeah. it has the content has to reflect, you know, the, the demographics in the, the, like the voting group or whatever. And yeah. I don't know, like, you know, where we're at with that. I mean, I keep hearing Oscars have definitely in the past year or two, I know they've been doing a lot more like, um, you know, what prerequisites to be even eligible to encourage diversity. Like if you want to be eligible for an Oscars, you have to have these things or whatever. And you know, that's, that's all well and good. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't have these perfect, the perfect fix to the, these things, these things are yeah. always going to be imperfect. And, you know, that's just part of the, the discussion, I guess. Um, no one's obviously I have my opinions on what, which, what should win every year. And, and that's not always everyone else's opinion. So that's just how things go. But there's also, some clear like okay this probably wouldn't have happened if you had had a more representative group voting on it yeah what i what i've never understood and i understand why people say this but like i think we're here being very realistic with the expectations for what these award shows will look like when a small but very good indie movie doesn't get nominated or an actress from that movie doesn't get nominated and people are up in arms about it i'm like what what did you expect? Like, it's it's never been something they've done. Like, it, the movie has to, the production company will commit to one movie. They'll push the movie as hard as they can. And so basically, it's that movie or none of the other movies. Like, A24, for example, usually pushes one movie. And if that movie doesn't get in, it's most likely that none of the others will either. And people are always upset about it. I just, I guess I don't understand why people care so much and think they're going to get the right answer from award shows. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... They want the recognition, you know, they want the the prestige that comes like, you know, the prestige that they think comes with it, whether or not, you know, you actually get that prestige or if it if, if you do, if it actually lasts beyond that award season, you know, is another thing. Um, I don't know. It's just public. It's all at the end of the day. It's all about money for, you know, for these guys. You know, and I'm not even trying to say that sounding cynically, you know, it's a business, whatever if movies wouldn't exist if it, it wasn't about making money because that's just. You know what? That's just life. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's why they that's why they push these things. You know, award award bait movies like that. You know, not the big blockbusters that you know make their all their money from you know 
earning in the box office, you're going to have to rely a lot on uh, additional exposure by, you know, award nominations and wins and stuff. Yeah. So I guess a general question, speaking about award shows, favorite winners, surprises, snubs, moments, et cetera. Um, I, I, only thing I could come up with is in general, the biggest snubs that piss me off are like horror movie stuff, how horror movie stuff really doesn't get much respect. You know, it was cool for Get Out to get that, you know, but that's like, besides that, I can't think of many horror movie, you know, recognition at the Oscars or whatever. I mean, Get Out had, uh, you know, Best Actor nom and Jordan Peele got the Best Director nom. And then it won Best Original Screenplay and also had a Best Picture nom. But besides that, like Tony Colletti and Hereditary, that's the one that we always bring up. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I don't know if I said her. Is that how we? Is that how you say your name? I think like so. Nyong'o. Um, either way, she was amazing in Us. Um, I mean, just The Witch. Uh, you know, a lot of the A twenty four ones. I don't want to sound you know repetitive, but like just as a whole the industry doesn't seem to really recognize horror movies or the performances or direction like that these movies have that can be really impressive um and i don't know if it's because they make people uncomfortable or they're seen as like less than these typical dramas or whatever because that's probably it it's like a superiority complex and it's kind of frustrating it's the same thing with comedies to a lesser extent but also i'm not as up in arms about you know comedy stuff because there aren't as many comedic yeah. performances and I'm like oh that needed to get like recognized right like that's better than that serious dramatic performance whereas with horror I think those are a lot of them are serious dramatic performances and they just you know kind of shrugged off it is I've never understood the type of movie that the Academy chooses to put in because every once in a while you'll get a movie in there that breaks what you think they allow in like you have any, not any, but a lot of Christopher Nolan, big budget movies will get put in. Avatar gets put in. Mad Max gets puts in. I like all of those movies, but they defy the traditional Oscar movie. And I don't know why a horror movie besides Get Out hasn't broken through that. Yeah, that's a that's an it's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's it's cool. Like, I, I again, like I was saying to Brian, like I didn't want Avengers Endgame to win Best Picture or anything. Um, but it was cool. Even if I didn't think it was like, you know, a 10 out of 10 movie that black Panther got nominated for best picture. Like, okay, cool that they're even, you know, they would consider that genre even like for a best picture or whatever. Um, but besides that, you know, I do like what you're saying with Mad Max. That was cool to see that win so many things and get nominated for best picture and had some momentum and stuff like a big fucking action movie like that. Um, well, and then if we go way back, we have Lord of the Rings, which won a fucking shit ton of awards. Which yeah, don't sound very... so confused about it, Jake. <laughs> Aside from my feelings on that movie, I mean, that breaks the entire mold of what the Academy traditionally votes for. I guess were they just in love with like the the incredible visual effects at the time? Like what? Well, okay, Why did that well, one get all Here's a theory to bring it oh, back to the old white man uh, thing. Well, well, A, because the movie is awesome. That is one thing. But uh <laughs> The other, the other theory could be, you know, the Academy, you know, generally pretty older white men, probably, you know, what did older white men love to read? Probably back in the sixties and seventies and shit, probably some Lord of the Rings. So they were that, that probably broke right through to them, you know, cause that's an old classic fantasy book. So maybe that was a bit easier for them to break through. Yeah. Like I, 
I was looking at past winners and Shape of Water still surprises me. Not that I it's like, that. Yeah, I liked it more on my second time, but the first time I was a little confused that it won. I like the movie a lot. It just it's another one that I don't think it breaks the mold too much. But a like a having a large fish man be a central part to a story just seems very antithetical to what like the past winners are. Oh, so right. my, so my theory on Shape of Water is the Oscar people they see it, it's like oh my god, Forbidden Love, just like me and my fifteen uh, year old oh. child bride. Oh no. <laughs> It's we're the same. It, this is just like my life. <laughs> the fe- the like Michael, are Michael, Shannon, Michael Shannon's character is just like the like the people who are against this this pure the, love. The, you the, know? Fed, the like, feds are trying to take my lover away because she's fifteen. <laughs> these villains, these absolute villains, who do not wish yeah. me to have sex with fifteen-year-olds. I, I mean, I know I joke about Hollywood being full of pedophiles and all. But I don't know. It feels like that could be it. If you really look at who's <laughs> voting for this movie, I don't know why a bunch of 80-year-olds would vote for the fish fucking movie, except for their own. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> the way I uh, I would I would, you know, justify how that happened is uh, Shape of Water is clearly kind of uh, obviously it's a very it's a period piece that like, kind of looks like 60s ish or whatever. But like, yeah, um, they really like it when you pay homage or whatever to older movies and older styles. And that's clearly a almost like a universal monsters type, not horror movie. I wouldn't call it a horror movie, but you know, it's uh, it definitely pays homage to like creature from the black lagoon, Frankenstein, uh, Dracula, shit like that. Like this forbidden love, the monster or whatever misunderstood um, turned into a villain at times. Like, so I guess with Guillermo del Toro in Shape of Water, where he was clearly, you know, acting on all these influences he had. And I think, you know, they all pay off. I think it's a really cool looking movie uh, and I enjoy it. But that's probably what they appreciate. I mean, look at the artist. The artist is literally blatantly a fucking, you know, oh, look what we can do. This is from like a silent movie from the 20s yeah. or whatever. And they that one best picture, I think. So I think so, too. I mean, stuff yeah. like that. I'm sure they eat that up. Yeah. In terms of like personal favorites, I did enjoy Parasite, not just because I like that movie, but it was fun watching it with you all. It was very fun to get excited with other people and to right. be like, wow, like they actually did. They did vote for it. Crazy. Right. And I that was that surprised me. And, you know, that also that brings up another interesting thing. Uh, I mean, best foreign film or whatever. Uh, there's no other category of like there's best. All the movies are considered for best picture, but there's not like best drama, best comedy, you know? So why is there a best foreign film? Foreign films should just be considered normal fucking films that you know can consider for best picture. Um, So that's... Now you could argue like, oh, but now these things won't be recognized because there's no way these guys are going to vote them in for best picture. So now they're not going to get recognized at all. Like, okay, that sucks, but that's just... You got to figure out a way to, exp- and that would also come with making that the academy more inclusive, obviously. Yeah, th- I mean uh, that's more representative of the whole, you know, global movie industry. Yeah, that that's a whole other part of this conversation. Is that again back to when because that argument came up, I think last year with Parasite, and people are like, well, like there shouldn't even be a whole separate category. It's it is a hard line to decide what to do because if you decide to meld it like get rid of it and say we're just gonna maybe introduce like one or two extra into the best picture category those 
unfortunately those movies aren't going to get recognition like we know what the academy votes for they're not going to watch those movies they're not going to nominate that over other american films but by doing that you do like put them off into their own category and it's the same thing with people's argument like why don't we just have a like a best performance category a best actor category that's both men and women why do we need to separate this and right and that's that's another thing yeah i agree i see what you're saying because like you, you know they obviously everyone's more capable Justice Cable is put, turning in a great performance, but you know, then you're cutting the people you recognize in half. Yeah, and it's I, it gets very difficult. Same thing with like I know there was probably discussion at some point about directors splitting that into two men and women, and I it's a very hard line because like I I don't know if we just have to wait till the like makeup of the Academy changes for for it to start being more even to start seeing winners on both sides. I don't know. There's not a right answer, but. Any other, I mean, another moment for me when La La Land got uh, the bait and oh, switch. Yeah. That's insane that that happened. I, I'm not upset. I wasn't upset that Moonlight won. I'm a big fan of La La Land, but I was more upset about, have you ever heard of ESPN's streak for the cash? I, I have not. It is an app in which you pick, like, it's usually sporting events. Like, oh, like this team's going to win. And if you get 30 in a row, you have the chance to win a high amount of money because basically whoever has the most by the end of the month ends up winning whatever and i was on my longest streak i think i was at like 27 right answers in a row and i picked la la land to win and it won and i was like let's go closer to winning a lot of money and it fucking got revoked Mm. sad day i mean that was the fucking last oscars when i was up and pretty much up until the beginning of it considering putting all this money down on these winners, possible winners for these different categories. And I ended up electing not to put my money into the sketchy betting site. But uh, <laughs> after looking at the bets I was going to make, and at the end of the night, I would have made like, you know, $200 with Par- I I bet big on Parasite and I got, um, it was just a regret of mine Zach, not actually following through on that. Zach, you can't think about this stuff or else you'll kill yourself, dude. I mean, I think <laughs> like, about like, it literally like, every night before you- I go to bed. Like you can't, you can't think about this, man. It's, it's why I never think about my investments. It's why I never think about any of that stuff. I just do it and never look back. Right. Yeah. I try, I tend not to think about on my, my previous purchases or else I'd go insane. There are so many of them, but, uh, I mean, like that, like speaking, speaking of bets, I just put another 15 on, on Godzilla, by the way. So I'm now up to like, like $60 going on this movie <laughs> going in. So I've kind of dug in on team lizard. Like here's your fucking issue, dude. Like King Kong has the assistant of the U S military. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we see that in the trailer. And I think, I think that's a red herring now, dude. I think they're tricking all of you guys into thinking Kong's got it in the bag and Godzilla's going to come up and remind you why he, he was king of the monsters. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's Kong- not Kong king of the monsters. Kong is king of Skull Island. That is it. <laughs> that is yeah. fucking it. Zach, I do respect how much money you've put on this movie because I think it's going to be an infinitely more enjoyable experience for yeah. you. Well, either or it, terrible. Like, yeah, but you'll be much more invested than anyone else will be in this fucking movie. Oh, I will movie. be very invested in this movie. Every but, punch I'm, I'm going to feel, every time my boy gets hit by that, that monkey fist, I feel like I'm going to be getting hit by that monkey fist. I just bet three Ethereum that Kong is going to win. I cannot wait. I'm, I'm betting all my money. Everyone is against me. Everyone's betting on Kong, dude. Everyone in my house is against me. Toby's against me, and Toby just fucking. Oh, Toby's only seen Godzilla. Oh, I guess he saw Call, Skull Island, but like Kong he watched, isn't going to win. It's going to be Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, well, he fucking better. Uh, 
I grew up with Godzilla, so that's honestly why I'm picking him. I honestly think it could go either way. He I'm has a laser. Um, like, he has ranged weaponry. Of course, I'm pretty sure that Godzilla in that movie is is robo-Godzilla, and he's not going to be as effective with his laser. But. I think that robo-Godzilla, Mecha-Godzilla, is a different character entirely in this film, but I do believe he will be in it. Um, uh, before we transition from General Award Show talk to the Content Cube's Decade Awards, um, do we anything else left to say? Any other comments? Uh, no. I mean, Grammys are also cool because they have performances that are fun to watch. Um, so I guess that's the one positive aspect that the Grammys has going for it that other award shows can't really, you know. I mean, yeah. Oscar has performances, but you don't go to you don't watch the Oscars to see the best original songs perform. No one cares, you know. Um, besides with like Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga was shallow because people wanted to know if they were banging or not, judging off they, their their eye glances. There was a lot of tension in that performance. So much tension. Um, whatever. Uh, they were they were great, but besides that, yeah, no, it's it's really just. Oh yeah, and then of course Eminem might show up and do "Lose Yourself," but um, <laughs> that was that was surprising. Um, yeah, I honestly completely forgot about the Grammys in this conversation, mostly because I would put them up there with the Golden Globes in terms I of how well care. they do. Their yeah. their nominations suck. Like just from the start, what they nominate doesn't make any sense, and then that leaves the winner to also be bad. So mm. fuck the Grammys. My favorite award is MTV's Movie Awards for Best Kiss. That's the awards that we really like. <laughs> Kids' <laughs> Choice Awards. Kids' Great. Choice Awards. I love. I love seeing Harrison Ford get slimed back in the day. That's an image <laughs> that really has always stayed with me. Did he actually do that? I don't Dude, believe he, he did an indie. It was awesome. He did an Indiana Jones bit. He walked out there. There was like a blimp on a thing, and he had like a sack, and he like switched it like he did an Indiana Jones. And he thought he had it, and everyone was like, "Oh, he did it!" And then he got slimed. He's like. Guess I didn't. Oh, you know. He seems Classic. too angry to participate in the Kids Choice Awards. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> he, he. I think he's. Um, he he can, he can play along. You know. What a nice guy. What what a just a class fucking act. Star of Call of the Wild, Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, who wants to start with their? I guess to preface this, uh, Zach had the idea in addition to talking about the award shows too. <laughs> kind of come up with our own uh, little awards to give out for best of the decade now that uh, we've kind of separated, we kind of kind of got away from the end. We've kind of wrapped it all up. We've been able to sit on it, been able to think about it. So what do y'all got? I can start with my, uh, with my Brian awards. <laughs> uh, I didn't order any of these except for my final list, which is a secret and actually goes beyond the scope of a decade. Uh, um, it goes far beyond the scope of a decade. Uh, best anime about two brothers on an adventure to reclaim the other's body. Does anyone have any guesses? Say that again. Oh, I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to it, think about it. It is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, the best of its kind. Uh, Jake, how have you been liking mm. that, by the way? I have been liking it. I have not been adoring it to the extent everyone else has. I don't know where, like, what my problem is. I enjoy it. I'm still good watching. I, I only have 12 episodes left, so I'm, Damn. I have made good progress and I am enjoying it. Like, I, I think it is a good show. And I think the plot, I think maybe that's my problem is the plot. The plot is good, but I am not, I was invested in the characters in season two into three. 
but I feel like we've moved less and like less less away from character development and more to just moving the plot along, which I understand is needed and is usually the predominant part of an anime. But I think there's just that separation for me that I I don't know. That is a disconnect. Sorry to disappoint, John. Yeah, he's going to he's he's going to be sad. Uh, best <laughs> anime th- where things get really big. Um, spoilers for Gurren Lagann. I like it when things get stupid and this may have been the onset of that. Uh, it's a it's one about robots and the robots are like a hundred feet tall. Uh, but then at the end they get so big they're uh, bigger they're they're half the size of the known universe. Uh, they're really oh. big. They're, they're like it's uh, it's really stupid. I enjoyed that. Uh, best anime I've been watching slash reading every week since eighth grade of middle school. One Piece. Uh, don't want to talk about it, but but that has been a has been a staple of my life, I guess, because it's not <laughs> seasonal. It's just every week. Uh, so that's been something I've been stuck in since then. Uh, best anime I liked because it was about the human condition while also being funny. Uh, Mob Psycho 100. This may be the best anime I've ever watched, uh, ever. It's very good. Mob Psycho 100 is uh, a classic. Okay. Next up is video games, but we'll get to that after someone else's list. Uh, da, 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 da. All right, cool. Um, my best album of the decade uh the only one that really could even be because i guess my beautiful dark twisted fantasy you know i don't know in case you were wondering it could be anything else technically 2010 so that's 2010 through 2019 that's that decade so pretty long ago but still my favorite movie of the decade you know or album of the decade i didn't there weren't really other ones that i could even begin to consider like um i guess good kid mad city would be up there by kendrick but um I don't know. You know, you know, most of the music I listen to like that I really fall in love with is, you know, predates the decade. So best season of TV. Uh oh, I got I have a guess. Uh, I got. Uh, would you like to take the guess? Uh, Fargo season two. Yeah. <laughs> gang gang. <laughs> uh, fucking awesome season of TV. Everyone in it is so likable. And that's just what makes it such an like on both sides of the conflict you root for pretty much everyone and even the person that you know is like the bad guy you're like this is a really cool bad guy and honestly at at points you have like sympathetic bad guy too so like everyone you you can really connect with on some level and it's awesome soundtrack really funny and just um really really clever plot line um also other things were obviously like breaking bad season five leftovers two true detective season one stuff like that but um Best actor of the decade. Uh, you know, even though we were just talking about it, I did divide it <laughs> into best actor and best it's actress. It's an easy way to decade. spread the love. You know, because I want to mention both, you know, and I wouldn't be able to if I just picked one. So um, I actually was, it was kind of hard to choose between the, the top two here. Do you want to take a guess at who the top two are, Jake? Top two performance. Okay. Overall, no, not even one performance. Like, actor okay. for the decade i feel like i feel like you want to say leonardo leonardo dicaprio but i might be wrong no you, you you're right uh okay. <laughs> i mean leo leo is in django and revenant and wolf of wall street and once upon a time in hollywood i didn't see great gatsby but he was also in shutter island and uh you know inception other- was 2010 right inception yeah yeah, so he he took like three years off in the middle there after he won for Revenant, but you know, he got came back with Hollywood and now he's got another one coming out with Scorsese and then that Adam McKay movie. But 
Uh, yeah, obviously he's great. The other guy, I was thinking about Tom Hardy has really been in a lot of shit and really yeah. been really good in a lot of shit. I'd argue he was better than Leo in The Revenant. Um, so yeah, him too. And then the, the, the sleeper pick, Jake, the sleeper pick, uh, Adam Driver. Uh, he's the fucking man. So that, yeah, uh, the end of the decade for sure. Yeah, he really came through there. And, you know, my boy last in Last Jedi, he, he made that movie. So I kind of had to give him something. Um, best actress. This one. This one was pretty easy for me, I think. You want to you want to take you want to take a stab at it, Jake? Could you guess it? This is just a fun. I'm just really curious to see if you uh, what what name you throw out there. Um, I'm trying to think of someone. I know this isn't it, but this is the only person I can think who has performed consistently and has been in enough decent movies. Um, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson was one I considered, but no, she was not who I picked. Uh, Emma Stone's been kind of goaded. Emma yeah. Stone's been pretty great. With, I mean, I don't. I think she ju- Easy A just missed this decade, unless that was 2010. I think if it's 2010, then awesome because that really works for her because she's great in that. But also, you know, Birdman, La La Land, which I think she won for. Um, you know, can't wait for Cruella, but that's technically not you know last decade. But she's got a lot of shit. The favorite, um, Zombieland, I guess was '09. Whatever. Either way, you get the point. She's great. Uh, you know, obviously Amy Adams, Margot Robbie, Regina King up there too for me. Uh, my best picture of the decade, Jake. Do you? This might be a harder one for you. I think it is. Brian, you want to take a swing at it? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I'll give, okay, I'll give a hint. I will give a hint. Uh, it's a horror film. Halloween three. Finding Dory. No. <laughs> Terrible um, guesses. Um, <laughs> your favorite movie? I mean, I would go. I don't think I don't think you like it this much. Is it more recent? It's. I mean, it was twenty. It was towards the. Back, it's in the back half of the decade. I wouldn't say like recent, recent. Oh damn, maybe not. Just say it. I, I get it, bro. I love Get Out like so much. Five out of five, ten out of ten, eighty nine out of eighty nine movie for me. Absolutely incredible. Um, so probably the most surprised I've walked out of a theater when I was like, damn, I was like that really was that good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the trailer for it, I remember thinking the trailer looked really stupid. Uh, and then the reviews came out, and I was like, oh, people really like this movie. And then Adam saw it and, you know, said, best movie ever. And usually I take that with a grain of salt. He said that about Jason Bourne, after all. Uh, but I was Jesus like, all right, Christ, all right, I'll go Jason see it. Bourne. And uh, I actually saw that and Logan in the same weekend. And it Damn, was a good weekend. I could I, I was like, is this is this it now? Is this how good movies are going to be for the rest of my life? This is great. Uh, Honestly, they weren't. for like biggest surprise, I would give that to get out. I remember it was like, oh, dude from Key and Peele directing a horror kind of comedy movie. It's like, fuck, this is going to be shit. I saw the poster. I was like, I don't like this poster. This looks bad. I I had zero expectations that movie. Reviews came out and it had that a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what the fuck? So yeah, good. It, it hit. It hit. I mean, I mean, other. I mean, what movie were you gonna say when you're like, I don't think you like it this much? I Hereditary. That's why oh, I yeah. was. I was like, I know you like it, but I didn't think it was your favorite. I love it. I mean, I wouldn't say it's top 10 of the decade overall genre for me but it's it's up there i mean other movies were like logan blade runner 2049 uh the town and inception's kind of high not super super high but you know uh avengers endgame um 
just stuff like that. Obviously, there's a shit ton of movies that I'm not thinking of right now. But yeah, that would my best picture of the decade would be Get Out. Is that is that your awards? Yeah, those are my those were my awards. Nice. I will hit uh, quickly. I am with Zach. Favorite album: My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Don't need to say much more. I've talked about it a lot. It's it's wonderful. Uh, my movie ones. Favorite performances. Want to oh take boy. any guesses for my? I picked one. One male. One female. For for the whole decade, best performance. Yes. All right. This is a little harder, man. Uh, I'm gonna need you to give me. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I guess performances across the decade. This is not one movie. This oh. is their. This is how they did. This is them across the okay, entire. So decade. pretty much. Okay. So pretty much what what mine was. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, and it's not any of the three I mentioned: Adam no. Driver, Hardy, or Leo. Nope interesting and this is specifically movie performances are you counting tv like is a tv TV. big part of it you are then i do have a fucking theory okay hit me with it i'm thinking of a season (laughs) of tv that person's really great in and then i'm thinking of jake's favorite movie uh is it matthew mcconaughey he is the male (laughs) choice Um, let's fucking go brian you like that deductive reasoning (laughs) i just used Uh, it's quite impressive that you're, you're like batman I read. I, read <laughs> I am a. I am a classic detective dick here. So, Mr. Yeah. Wayne. Um, I picked Matthew for yes, his performance in True Detective season one, which is just so fucking compelling. It every single scene is so entertaining to watch. Um, his performance in Interstellar is great. Um, I recently watched Dallas Buyers Club. He oh, is he's phenomenal. Awesome he's phenomenal in, in that movie. Um, he is a very small supporting role in Wolf of Wall Street. Great. I just think he is. If he's just entertaining to watch, which is all I really want when I'm watching a movie. And then Zach, my female performance. Mm, okay. Also was in a TV show. A TV show that I watched? You know, I if have I watched no idea. It? Oh, that I probably didn't, because I feel like every show I've watched, I've probably told you. Um, uh, if we're talking about snubs, I would put her in this category like six times. Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Um, <laughs> she gave my favorite performance in anything from the decade. Uh, her role in Sharp Objects. Uh, yeah. Just a fucking sad, broken character, and she does it so damn well. I didn't watch and then that. She, is, it, wait, is that. Is that a miniseries, or is it like... It's a okay. one season, so six episodes, real quick. Interesting. Yeah. Favorite show of 2018, I think. Wow. Um, but then I love her in Arrival. I love her in uh, The Fighter. I love her in her supporting role in Her. She's great in everything she does. And oh, I think American has Hustle, a, dude. Oh, I have not so seen good. that. You haven't I'm seen sure American she's Hustle? Oh, she's great in that. <laughs> yeah, she just has a... I think people don't give her credit for the amount of range she has. She is excellent, and it's very sad that she has not got the award she deserves. Um, favorite movie slash everything. Mad Max Fury Road mostly... Just I've, we, we did a podcast on it. Everyone knows how much I like it. I think every movie needs to take a look at this for when you're creating action sequences. Create something different. Do something new. Um, and then favorite score? Uh, Interstellar. It's just beautiful. Love it. And then some quick other hits. Favorite video game world? Uh, Horizon Ooh. Zero Dawn. Brian talked about this when Good I one. asked him about his top five worlds. Uh, it's even less about the actual like, oh, like this is the open world I'm running in and more the about lore. the. Yeah, it's the fucking lore. The lore. Um, it's it's the only game ever that I've ever read the all the audio logs. I cared. I listened yeah. to them. I read them. I wanted to know everything that was going on in that rare labor happened. So props to Gorilla for creating such an interesting world. 
Oh, I, there was just a yawn. And then uh, <gasps> favorite video game score. There's a phone game, a mobile game called Florence. Um, it's ah, about yes. a yeah, it's about this couple and uh, their relationship, and it's fucking depressing. But the score is beautiful. I have it on vinyl. It's wonderful. Cannot um, believe Celeste lost. Yeah, Celeste is also very good. <laughs> that, that that I it was a hard decision. Yeah. Those are the two. Those are my top two favorite scores. Um, shout out to the opening six minutes of Detroit uh, Become Human. Great score. Not not the oh, the score is not very good. Else, not else. <laughs> um, yeah, those are my those are my those are my quick hits. Okay. Um These are my game awards, and I, I do I realize now that the anime ones were early two thousands as well as well, but these are all two thousand ten. Um, and forward uh best fun game dishonored 2 i love that one it's really it's really fun dude as opposed to like <laughs> the games you like that aren't fun yeah some games aren't fun you know uh death stranding i like that it's not fucking fun but you know papers please not a fun game uh but i respect them uh dishonored 2 i love powers you know i, lo- I love having fun powers and i love that genre which is an immersive sim you know it's gotta kind of run around and do stuff in there and that's great uh, the level design in that game is probably the best I've ever seen. Uh, best Pokemon games, uh, Pokemon Black and White Two. These are the best ones in the series, and they've yet they've yet to get back there to make them that good again. I think those are they gonna get back there with Legends Arceus? Nah, I don't know. That's a different thing. Um, the I love movement award. Uh, I love movement is a thing me and my friend John Romer say to each other a lot about games with movement because I love I love moving. Sunset Overdrive, Spider Man, all movement. Titanfall two, the winner, the winner of movement. Titanfall two, yeah. they did it. I love God, movement. That game's I so fucking. If I had a best shooter award, I would give it to Titanfall two. Titanfall, the movement in Titanfall two is great because you build momentum. I look up videos and some people can get across the map and like. Fit in like 10 seconds they, they just they just slide and move in such a way that they build up like so much speed what a great game uh final award uh best game story where the story isn't the main focus and i did not expect nor do i think it deserves to be that good uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh fire emblem go. three houses uh they thought about that story more than i thought they would um i talked about most of the reasons in the in the best villain category thing that we did a little bit ago uh, but I just remembered another thing uh, where, like, the theme song of that game with, like, the lyrics, uh, listening back after I beat the game, it's just sung from that character's perspective about how they, they're about to do a lot of bad things and how they wish they didn't need to. And I thought that was a clever use of music where they played at the beginning and then you played at the end. And you're like, oh, it's about that. Uh, that game story is, uh, I'm not going to say it's like absolutely incredible, but I found myself caring about it more than I thought I would going in. Um, so those are, those are two of my three lists down. You know what my favorite video game world is of the decade? What? The first map of Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. You know, oddly enough, we haven't talked about it much and I don't really feel like talking about it because I'm pretty burnt out on talking about it so much over the past day, which is WandaVision. But low key, it's not light spoilers here. The WandaVision finale reminded me a lot of uh, the storm coming in in Fortnite <laughs> at certain points. Zach, I have a question. Did you buy the Ripley and Xenomorph skin in Fortnite? No, that's brand new. Uh, I haven't been playing in like, you know, a year. Oh, I know. But aren't you going to log back in and buy them? 
<laughs> if my boy, if if my boys, it's me, limited there time, a, Zach. There Zach, is a one. There is a dormant group chat of the of the squad, a Snapchat group chat that has not been texted in 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 multiple months. If if someone were to swipe up in that group chat within the next hour with the two simple words "squad up," I might be buying the Ripley skin. Be yeah. the change you want to see. But Zach, here's the thing: it's a limited time skin. What if they do it like in a month and you missed your chance to play as Ripley or Xenomorph? Oh, I've always wanted to be Xenomorph. Um, you can play as Xenomorph. You can play as James Alien. I can build wall as Xenomorph. That's you can yeah. be Xenomorph and shoot the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. he's there too, isn't he? Yeah. Can you they imagine a, a Mandalorian of... alien crossover? That'd be sick. You can sick. shoot X Men. You can shoot X Men. You can squad up with your friends. You can have a Xenomorph, Mandalorian, Halo guy, Master Chief, and Kratos. That can could I be your get, squad. Can I get Evan Peters? But but WandaVision Evan Peters, so my well, name's Ralph Boner. <laughs> we'll probably get there eventually. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, there are some skins I would I would download Fortnite for, buy, and then turn off. Like I don't I don't have any interest. But if someone were to make a skin of uh, I don't know, like Barack Obama, I'd have no choice. <laughs> like if someone were to make I a think Barack, they should Obama. introduce historical figures. That'd be really oh my, cool. Pardon the if yawn. they did a fucking president season oh my god that- dude fucking <laughs> andrew jackson holy dude. shit dude get the dome andrew jackson holy shit where's ronald reagan oh dude where's ronald reagan dude <laughs> ronald reagan chug jugging let's go um dude I'd fucking ronald zachary, reagan doing zachary the orange Taylor, justice bro. one year dude. president only one with my name i remember it oh dude dude fucking like Fortnite music videos recreating the kennedy assassination <laughs> like he's in a, he's in the golf no. cart. You know what I mean? He's in the you, golf cart. <laughs> you could put in Abe Lincoln and John Wilkes Booth. You could have yeah. Abe get revenge. Could oh be my god! Mission thing. Have See, our boy have a boy up there, Lee Harvey up there, or the CIA. Do you, uh, who knows? Like, do you with, even uh, purple need sniper. rights? Do you need the rights to put a president? I don't think in your so. Name? I don't think so. I think like, it's could just. I put Obama, can I, I make think a video you become game public. Or, you become public domain once you hold that public <laughs> office. Then why know? is there no AAA Obama shooter? <laughs> like why Asking is there the right a shooter where I play as whatever? Um, I like this now. Let's keep this going. Well, who else yeah. do we want to see in Fortnite? I mean, did uh, you see the Did you see the Peter Griffin leak? <laughs> yes. I did not. So, so basically, the the new Ryu character you can put in an arcade. You can put like an arcade thing on his back, and it plays video, right? Right. But then it, the Fortnite ha- and it plays video, so it needs like a video file. It's just like the startup screen for you know the Fortnite, the S- Street Fighter Two arcade machine. Uh, but they found footage of Peter Griffin fighting the chicken oh. in, in the same place where that would be in, in the files a- of Fortnite. Dude, Which I, feel, I don't even know much about f- Family Guy, but that is the best fucking bit that It'll I've really seen funny. that they have. I I feel like the issue would be. Um, I feel like this isn't so much Peter coming in the game. I think it's more of like a PGA Tour um, South Park episode is in the code. Do you guys remember that mm. or know about that? Where there was a PGA Tour they put out and there's like, there's a whole episode of South Park in here. And you have to pay us tens of thousands of dollars for it. Um, I don't know. Peter Griffin would be funny. Um, Pikachu. That would be good. They just kind of make him really long Pikachu. I do genuinely wonder where the fuck Fortnite goes it seems like they're blowing their load this season is just like every big pop culture person to exist here's the fucking thing like 
No, these are just hunters, right? Like they're just going for hunters. Ripley, or like you know, they throw in a Ryu, but I mean, yeah, have they Ripley done a, is a hunter? Uh, you know, have they done like a Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees thing yet? No, but they I might- mean, those people are open to like two video game licensing, like Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight's like a yeah, game. Yeah, is where that like the one, one where you can play as like all of them? Yeah, yeah and like they've been adding them in as DLC. Like they it used to just be like regular monsters, but the game's yeah, so successful. My roommate's like, been talking to me about that. Yeah, like you can play we might as have them. To do that. Yeah, so like that's a thing that happens. Um, did you see the new Aliens video game? Yeah, I saw a trailer for it, um, and it looked like it could be fun with friends. I like, yeah, yeah I, I would be interested in that if my roommates want to dabble yeah. with it. Squat I wish up. the, f- I wish the fucking PlayStation Plus games. They have been they've been great lately, but I wish that would be one of them. So then I have, yeah. I don't have to tell people spend thirty dollars to buy this game. We yeah. can just all play together. Yeah, I want more horror video games. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm rewatching the Friday the Thirteenth movies right now. Like I said last week, and like I, it makes me really want to download the the game again. Even though I feel like didn't it yeah. like kind of like it might they be had to shut- like pause it. Yeah, yeah, they got because a lot of rights issues. Uh, with yeah, the thing right now like, that it was like they couldn't update it anymore. <laughs> so it's just like, it's, no, we can't actually fix it. We can't patch it. It's which broken. Sucks because like I I played it only after I watched the series the first time so I didn't pick up on a lot of the little references in the I mean I did pick up on some of them the map has like locations from like every movie that I recognize and that was really cool but there's just little things in it like the whole that like connect to the movies and stuff and I'm like oh man I really would have appreciated this more if I had like been more familiar with the movie and now that like Mm -hmm. I am more familiar with them the game's like not relevant as much anymore that's disappointing did you ever play any any games like that I would love to play like a fucking Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger game I think I remember when we were pitching video game ideas or movie to video game the one i pitched was like a freddy krueger game yeah. or whatever where you play as freddy krueger i'm like that would be fucking awesome going into did you ever play the, the predator game zach i did not i also did, i just didn't want to pay for it it wasn't a risk i was willing to take i played the demo and it wasn't that fun oh never mind <laughs> i was like, gonna say if it goes on sale i'll let you guys know listen but. like zach like it wasn't friday the 13th like a playstation plus game or something uh um, i think it was at some point yeah like zach you have it right I th- maybe I do. We can get a group I, together. We can get a group together. There's three of I us would right now. Play it. We I can get play a group. It. If, like, it, if it is still working, yeah. Go to double. Go to go to the fucking group chat and you fucking say Friday thirteenth. And Squat I think up. we can get two more people. <laughs> we can get three, we can get two more people. Um, Brian, do you want to hit us with your last list? <laughs> yeah, oh, I forgot uh, we were doing that. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Um, the last list, uh, top ten God moments all time. Uh, before Christ and you know after BC, uh, BC number yeah, one AD. turning water into wine number nine <laughs> lit that bush on fire number That's eight made one. that dude kill his son as a prank uh, number seven <laughs> Vietnam War fucking cucked he did he's like hey here's the son now kill him for me and oh, then wait, right no, when that he was, was Isaac kill- and Abraham Abraham yeah. never mind wait a minute and then right oh. when he was about to kill his son you know he's like Job just story? stop do you know the Job story Brian I'll, I'll I'll tell it after your list if you no, don't no. know. No, what is it? What is it? Oh boy, it's a classic. It's <laughs> my favorite Bi- favorite Bible story. Uh, so I heard it for the first time in South Park because Kyle had a fucking hemorrhoid or whatever and was like giving up on life because things weren't fair because Cartman got a roller coaster and he got hemorrhoids and he just thought that was so unfair that he was giving up. Uh, and his parents tried to make him feel better by telling him a Bible story, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna tell you the story of Job." Job was like a great guy and a devout, uh, devout fucking religious guy to God. And Satan made a bet with God that he could get Job to renounce God or whatever. And God was like, 
nah, man, Job's loyal. Look what I can do to him. And like, <laughs> look how like loyal he'll stay. And he literally kills all of Job's family, burns his crops, awesome. like gives yeah. them fucking sores and like ruins, like gives them the worst possible year you could ever have. Just yeah. like, and Job is still loyal to God or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, look, you see, like God, God appreciates those who, uh, you know, keep the faith or whatever. And Kyle's just like, so God ruined this man's life and killed his family. This good person just, because he wanted to prove a point to the devil. Yeah, like, like God, they did, God fucking sucks. They, exactly. did not, they did not hit me with that one at uh, Bible camp. They did not yeah, hit me with that. A, it's my least favorite Bible story ever. It's fucking lunacy. <laughs> Number Zach, seven. You're a, you're a spitting image of Job. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Number seven, Vietnam War. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> Um, quick turn quick turn uh (laughs) number six uh the kane gang at the herman kane twitter account uh their their guy herman katie died of coronavirus and they keep tweeting about how it's bullshit it's so fucking funny (laughs) Uh, they they reappropriated his twitter his twitter account because he died and they keep tweeting about how it's not how it's not a big deal Uh, you can't let that follower base go to waste yeah, number five, uh, Instagram fleets or whatever the fuck they're called. I don't know. Oh, number four, God. dinosaurs. Number three, uh, <laughs> the color mint. Number two, killing the dinosaurs. Number one, top ten NASCAR crash compilations on YouTube. God uh, had his hand in all of these. Thank list. you, thank you, God, for these gifts. Uh, for we are forever you, grateful. You made me think of something when you were bringing up all of these great characters. How about that for Fortnite season? That's eight? literally what I was yeah. thinking, dude. Like, like <laughs> biblical characters, dude. Oh, dude. Can you imagine they introduced Jesus of Nazareth? <laughs> dude, Jesus got the just... fucking. I mean, you thought Jesus, he's a carpenter, bro. Build God. <laughs> Build that God? was my fucking. You know, when GOP Teens was a good Twitter account, it was. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore because I don't know. I think it just stopped being funny. But one of them was like, "Hey, teens, what do you think Jesus's favorite gun would be?" And then people, it was like a, it was like a satire account. And uh, I'll, I'll wait for Zach to put his. Uh, My headphones came it, out. I missed the joke. It, it was. Uh, it was. Hey, tw- teens. Uh, what do you think Jesus's favorite hashtag gun would be? And then everyone <laughs> reply nail gun. And it's like people that reply nail gun oh will God. be blocked. Not funny. <laughs> That's good content. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean Fortnite character. It is the new Smash Brothers. You know, I remember I suggested we just talk yeah. about dream Smash characters, but I mean. Like I still want to so, do that. <laughs> the thing that's so interesting about Fortnite is that I bet they have people flocking to them. Like they people are desperate to get their shit in Fortnite. You know what I mean? I bet Subway's yeah. like get 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 Jared in there. Like they're fucking desperate. Like <laughs> so like I think they're probably the people saying no. You know what I mean? I don't even want to think of like what if Jared from Subway was in Smash Bros. I don't even want to think of what like Dude. his final <laughs> attack would be. <laughs> oh god. But, um, but like I don't like I bet like you know, Epic is like really li- like like I bet Capcom went to them for Ryu. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Fortnite's the biggest property in the fucking world right now. I bet like getting your shit in there is like probably such a boost. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's insane. And I think that will. I think now that they know they can get the characters, they will continue to find ways to base seasons off of like a type of character. Like they'll do. I guarantee they'll do a villains one. I mean, Ooh. Goku is a re- is imminent, right? Goku has to happen. Yeah, like, I'm not probably. saying an anime season, but I mean like Goku from Dragon Ball. Like I don't know, that just seems like a foregone c- conclusion. Like 
Just well, feels like it the, has to happen. This is Tom Hanks Sully from the movie Sully. <laughs> will now be in Fortnite. The birds from Sully. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a pivot, but not really. Uh, Zach, I know Brian yep. has. Zach, you ever heard of a game called Fall Guys? Nope. Uh, it's like a it's like Wipeout. You play these little jelly guys, and you go through obstacles. Long story short, they were bought by the people who own Fortnite, mm. which means it's, it's happened. The, cro- the 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 costumes and the events Fall Guys are about to have are about to look a lot like Fortnite, and yeah, they're about I, to get I bet fucking they could huge. Use that clout. I bet they could use that clout because I mean they got like Doom Slayer from Doom and Fall and Fall Guys, but I mean like I don't know. We haven't really seen that with Rocket League though, and Rocket League bought them. Like Rocket League had like the Batmobile and the fucking DeLorean from that is true. Back to the Future, and we haven't really seen like I don't know like. We don't have like the car that killed Princess Diana and fucking <laughs> in fucking Rocket League yet. So I mean, like, what's the point? <laughs> Brian, did Toby uh, tell you uh, what what video game he had me play? When he came over the other night, what? bro. Him and my roommate Noah downloaded Outlast on my PS4. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, man. <laughs> You said you wanted more scary games. You said I you did wanted more scary say games? that. I did say that. I'm not going to go into details because it's a no. public podcast, but I was not in the position to be playing such a game at that point. Um, You're just scared? And You're a little spooked? Yeah, it made me really yeah. scared, Brian. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was extremely scared. I, I think I have. I think I have a solid idea as to why. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, I was not in a, I was not built for that at that point. It's the, it's the haptic feedback on the controller, right? That's yeah, what got you right. scared. That's, yeah. that's what made me more paranoid and scared and not hearing yeah. it well at all. Um, but yeah, it was it was a not a positive experience. But I'm sure it's probably a little bit easier under different circumstances. Yeah, uh, we also hooked up. You ever play the, the game Granny on your phone? No. <laughs> I'm oh, not man. Made fucking granny. <laughs> well, that tell you what—that's my fucking recommendation this week. Um, I, I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll just talk about it then. But um, it's I mean, I think we're done. Sp- yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, fuck you it. Just, I'll recommendation time, Zach. What's this your recommendation? This is my recommendation. I recommend you guys download the game Granny on your phone. <laughs> um, the, the concept is: you wake up on a bed in a creepy house, and you have to find a way out of this house that you pretty much you're I think the basic setup is you had uh car trouble on the side of the road, middle of nowhere and a car pulled up that you couldn't really see. And that's the last thing you remember. And then you wake up in this old scary lady's house and she is just looking for you. Like after you leave bed and like she, when she finds you, she fucking hits you with a club and shit. And she's like scary looking. And if you make any sound at all, like if you knock something over or you step on a f- creaky floorboard, she heard it. So she's like coming for you and you got to like fucking run and hide immediately. Like, and, like okay, your adrenaline Zach. goes, your adrenaline goes really high. I'm just getting scared talking about it. So play Zach, the game. I have, a, I have a pitch for you. Have Is you heard Alien Isolation? Oh, I'm amped. <laughs> have you like you know alien isolation yeah i think jake uh jake is working on that right now for us my roommate oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's a it's a, it's a scary game it's a great game I, we might fuck around and play it uh pretty soon i'll let you guys it's, know how it's, that goes it's one alien in that game it's not aliens it's singular oh. and you're hiding it's not it's Just not like an ridley, game like ridley scott's original which is a horror yeah film. it's it's not about killing aliens about it's about hiding from one Brian, when are we watching Aliens, dude? I know uh, John Romer, friend of the pod, has really been excited to get you to watch it. Me and him have been talking about it. I need to see it, too. John, Oh, my God. You haven't seen it yet, either? 
Yeah, I have not. to make it a thing. <sighs> I recommend tonight, but I'm busier than I'd like to be because John's already crashing here because his uh his sister is visiting his girlfriend Megan, so he's not sleeping in there. So he's sleeping <laughs> in the in my he's got apartment. The couch. Yeah, he's got the couch. Uh, oh. I've just been busy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my recommendation is uh, fucking. I don't know. I, I had a game. I had a thing in my mind, and it's not there anymore. Was it but Fortnite? That's fine. It was I'll not say Fortnite. mine, and you can think about it. Uh, oh, wait, no, I, have... I know what it is. Okay, never mind. Anthony <laughs> Bourdain's uh, food TV show. I, I went out and watched that with John for about 20 minutes while I ate my fried rice, and uh, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, I have three quick hits, all music-related. Uh, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats released a remix album of Unlocked, which came out last year. Unlocked 1.5. It's great. Um, St. Vincent has a new single out. Uh, very 70s rock. Uh, Pay Your Way in Pain. Very good. And then Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack released their first single for their upcoming collab album, Leave the Door Open. Also that was pretty great. smooth. That was a pretty yeah. smooth one. We watched it when it, the music video when it came out. I did not know they were making a collab album, but that is Match Made in Heaven. I'm pretty amped. Yeah. Yes, Chance the Rapper also had a new song, Better Than Hot Shower. So that's good. Uh, Is that what it's called? (laughs) (laughs) Is it good, though, or is it just better than No, no, it's decent. It's like, I would say it's like a seven out of ten. It's a good song. It's not great. Okay. All right, that is it, folks. Uh, Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Sorry about episode 51 being so late. Uh, Perhaps this one will be less late. And it won't matter because you'll only hear this when it's too late. (laughs) Have a good one.